Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. passage of scripture there um, but I just believe that there's some truths based on what has already been spoken what has been prophesied and what I believe God is getting ready and perhaps should all is possibly already involved in Genesis chapter 22 we're going to begin reading at verse 9 and conclude our reading um, at verse 18 Genesis 22, 9 through 18. When you have it, say amen. I invite you to read along with me if you can. And it came to, and they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar up on the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither to do anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and beheld behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah-Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. And the angels, and the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, By myself have I sworn, said the Lord, for thou cause, for, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies and in thy seed and in thy seed and in thy seed all nations of the earth be blessed because thou has obeyed my voice the word of the Lord is blessed would you turn to your neighbor and just tell your neighbor the topic that I'll be talking to you guys on this morning just before we pray and we just turn to them and say whatever God promised you no that he's going to do it whatever God has promised you can mark it in the done column somebody just begin to reflect what has God promised hallelujah Spirit of the living God, we ask that you would come now, have your way, flow in us and through us. In the name of Jesus, show forth, O oh God, your mighty power. God, do what only you can do, and that is stand behind your word. And, and certainly, O oh God, we pray even now as we direct, God, our communication toward this August body. God, we pray that you would establish your covenant in the hearts of your men and women. God, to let them know 
that you're a God that you cannot lie. That if you have spoken it, it shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you would manifest yourself in our midst. In the name of Jesus. Someone has already prophesied miracles, blessings, and breakthroughs. Let it be done unto us in the name of Jesus. God, and we'll be careful to give your name the glory. We'll give you honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, somebody that loves the Lord. Give him a praise. Clapping praise offering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Open up your mouth real loud and just say, he's going to do it. Yes, he is. I want to dedicate this message to every person in this room who is waiting on God to make good on his promise. Everyone who is going through a test or a struggle or has been through a test or a struggle, everybody or everyone that has something or someone, glory to God, hallelujah, was up before the Lord and you're looking for the Lord to come through on the promise that he made you. And particularly, I, I want to I share this with men who, who are seeing, and women, who are seeing something in your spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah, that's wonderful, that's great, that you're looking forward to. But you're dealing with issues in your reality that are trying to discourage you that are trying to get you to take back on the faith that you've already employed. That you might be able to see the blessings of the Lord. I want to leave you with this promise today. And the word of the Lord say, he that has begun a good work in you, he shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. That God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. Word of the Lord says, has he not said it and shall he not do it? Or has he not spoken it and shall he not make it good? I want to say something about the Lord right here. I'm probably getting a little bit ahead of myself. But there is one thing that I know about God that he can't do. We always talk about all the stuff that he can do. But there's one thing, Sister Kelly, he cannot do, and he can't lie. Something leaped up into my spirit when I read this. He said, I told Abraham, glory to God, and I believe that he's speaking to the church on today. He said, I swear. I swear I'm going to bless you. Now, and I know that that normally, amen, when we do something like that to other people, we are told not to, not to swell. Okay. And, and if we saw anybody that, that would be swearing, glory to God, that they, they, they proclaim that they were really Christians or anything like that, we would suggest to them that they might be hypocritical. And yet in this text, we find that God is doing something that he instructs us not to do. He swears. Jesus teaches us that swearing is inappropriate for us to do. And he tells us that because um, we should not swear by heaven because that's God's throne. And we should not swear by earth because that's God's footstool. It would be much better if we would say, if God be my helper, I'll do such and such. And so he tells us not to swear because uh, the truth of the matter is we don't have anything to swear by. And Job makes it perfectly clear in his writings where he says, naked I came into the world and naked shall I return. He says, I came into this world with nothing and when I check out, there's not going to be anything with me. I heard somebody talking the other, maybe it was this morning or yesterday, that, that when you go out of here, you, 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 pharaohs tried to do this a long time ago in Egypt. 
and I just come back from Egypt re re uh, recently, and the stuff that they had attached to them that they thought they was going to be able to take to them is still right there. It's a monument. And so we don't, we're not able to take anything with us. And, and I know that you might think in your mind that, that, that you have a deed or two that you have purchased. People's piece of property. Uh, you may have a contract somewhere and you think that you own something. But, uh, you know, what house will you carry with you when you die? When your heart stops beating and when your blood congeals and your tongue is glued to the roof of your mouth, what car will you drive into eternity? <laughs> the only person that I know so far, hallelujah, that, 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 that used any type of vehicle whatsoever, glory to God, was Elijah. He went up in a chariot. Okay. And when we see Jesus, he's supposedly he's coming down on a cloud. But, but none of the rest of us get a chance to, to take anything to heaven. We, because naked we came into this world and naked we shall return. And God forbids us from swearing. But he doesn't forbid himself. For, and I got it, I, I got it. Because God owns everything. Okay. And David picked it up. Said that the earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. The world and all they that dwell therein. And everything that is. God owns it. God owns some stuff that we don't even know anything about. God owns stuff. That we could never own. God owns the wind. God owns the ocean. He owns the air. He owns the stars and the galaxies. God owns everything. So if God got ready to swear, he's got a whole glossary of things that he could possibly swear by. God owns stuff that we haven't even discovered yet planets that we don't realize that exist. God already owns them. And not only that which is, the word of the Lord says, but that which was and that which is to come. He is not limited. God is not limited by time or space. If there was anything that God wanted that was not yet revealed, God has the ability to go into the future, pull it back into the presence. Because he's God. He's got it like that. If there was anything that was ancient that had to go back in the past, he could go back into past and bring it into the present. God has all of these abilities because he's, um, he's an omniscient God. He's an omnipotent God. He's an omnipresent God. And with all of this surpassing greatness that God has, there was one thing that we talked about just a moment ago that he could not do. And that is that he could not lie. Would you just touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor it's impossible for God to lie. It's possible for you and me to lie. You didn't say that. But God can't lie. If I hold up this glass of water and I tell you that it's a Pepsi, those of you that know Pepsi well would assume that I've gone blind, that I'm having some sort of mental disorder, or I've lied. But if God held up this glass, and it looked like to us it was water and he said it was Pepsi-Cola. It would become Pepsi-Cola because it is whatever he calls it. Because he has that kind of authority and power. And so Jesus' word is so powerful that one day while he was attending a wedding reception, uh, most of you know the story. He, they ran out of wine. And Jesus told them to get barrels of water. 
And when they filled the containers, the barrels, with water, it was water. But when they began to dip it out to put it into glasses, it was wine. And so, I, God says, I am who I say that you are. When God says that you are blessed and highly favored, regardless what anybody else says, you're blessed and highly favored. If God says you can do such and such despite who doesn't believe it, you're able to do whatever God says that you're able to do. You can have whatever God says that you can have. I don't care who is trying to withhold it from you. If God says that is yours. The, the other thing that God said that he could not do, he said that he looked behind him and he looked to the side of him and he looked to the front of him and he couldn't find anything to swear by he couldn't swear by anything or he didn't feel it was appropriate for him to swear by anything that he had made or created or thought up or whatever and so he finally tells Abraham, since none of this qualifies, okay, I couldn't find anything greater than myself to swear by. I couldn't find a hurricane. I couldn't find a tornado, an earthquake. I couldn't find thunder or lightning. I couldn't find an atomic bomb. I couldn't find electricity. I couldn't find a nuclear plant anywhere to swear by. And so, uh, Abraham, since I couldn't find anything that was proper to swear by, I tell you what, I'm going to swear by myself. He says, I am, I swear. I'm going to bless you. I heard the teacher say in Sunday school this morning that there's a difference between God and Satan. That God adds and multiplies. That Satan subtracts and divides. And God told Abraham, I am going to bless you, but I am going to multiply you. See, this is really what the cross is all about. It was God putting himself uh, on the line so that man would know that God is a promise keeper. God signing himself over to a man and becoming obedient even unto death and he says uh, you know whether I kept my word or not uh, glory to God by whether or not uh, I am going to put myself in jeopardy put myself in jeopardy let myself be hung on a cross put in a grave uh, and on the third day I'm going to rise again if I don't rise I'm a liar but if I do whatever I promise you'll know that I can make it good. And so that means that the blessing is on your life. The promise that God has made, hallelujah, you need to know that if he made the promise to you, that he is going to bring it to pass. Just touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor, God's going to do it. God's going to do it. No, I need for everybody to say it. Not that, not this dead, mechanical, obedient response. Hallelujah, that you don't have to think about it at all. I want you to get it in your mind and say it again real loud so that the devil can hear you. Tell him God is going to do it. Hallelujah. God is. And you need to start talking God up. You need to start bragging on God. Stop being passive. Stop being intimidated. Hallelujah. If God said he's going to bring it to pass, if God said he's going to do it, if he's going to keep every promise, you got to know that God is good for it. Start talking about it. One of the things that I know about God is the more you brag on him, the more, hallelujah, he wants to do for us. 
If you bless, you need to let somebody know that God blessed me. Don't you take the credit. Give him the glory. If you give him the glory, he'll do more. I don't know what you are believing God for. I don't know what you are up against right now. I have no idea what you are struggling with, what is trying to come and attack your mind and try to keep you from believing God. I don't know what you need God to do in order for you to have peace of mind, but you need to look at somebody and tell them God is going to do it. And you're starting to hear testimonies of God doing great things. Uh, hallelujah. God is not a man that he should lie. If he'll do it for him, uh, he'll do it for you too. Uh, glory to God. God just wants somebody to trust him. And so Abraham is called the father of faith. God called him out. Away from his country. Away from his kindred. And told him, I'm going to make you a great nation. And through that seed, all of the nations of the earth shall be blessed. And God had the nerve enough to tell Abraham that before he had any children. 90 years old. No kids. Childless. And God can say it because God knows he's got power. He doesn't have to be afraid of your condition. He is not afraid of the situation that you're in. All he knows is that all he's got to do is speak a word. And in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, your situation can change. Because God always calls those things that aren't as though they were until they become what he calls them. As a matter of fact, as soon as he puts his mouth, uh, hallelujah, on your situation, uh, your situation starts moving in the direction that God called it. You don't have to see it. Uh, nobody has to tell you about it. Uh, but if God has spoken it, uh, it's on the way. God will call out of you that which has not even yet happened to you. And you can't see it right now because it's just a matter of time. At this point, excuse me if I lose you. Because now I'm going to preach to my own self. And just because you haven't done it and you can't see yourself doing it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. God will talk to you about something in your life now, hallelujah, that you have to put on hold and he'll do it later. Some of you like me are holding a prophecy right now that God promised you. Glory to God. And right now the only thing, glory to God, that you have to hold on to is the word that God has spoken over your life. And I come against every devil that would try to come against your mind uh, that make you think that God is not going to do it. I, I take authority over it right now. And some of you ought to be giving God a praise right now. Glory to God because your eyes haven't seen, uh, your ears haven't heard, it has not entered into your heart yet the thing that God has in store for you. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm telling you to keep holding it. Nurture it. Feed it. Speak to it. Pray over it. And refuse whatever you do to abort it. Somebody clap your hands and tell God I feel that it's on the way. In this text, God says to Abraham, 
listen at what he said. Listen at the conversation. He says, since thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, because you've obeyed me, because even in the in a, even though this is your only son, glory out, and you can't see, can't fathom in your mind how I'm going to work this out, but you trust me when you can't trace me. He says, blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. What is this thing that Abraham had done so to provoke God to such a conference of blessing upon him? And the one thing that I can say about him is he had the faith to believe God. Faith to believe God in spite of what you see. Isn't that what faith is? Faith is substance when you can't see the evidence. But you believe it anyway, and you believe it because God spoke it into your spirit. I'm going to encourage some man, some woman right now. Hallelujah. God say, I saw it. Hallelujah. I helped you through it. In the name of Jesus, I helped you father and mother children. Oh God, through a storm because you had, you had me on your side. You had me sustaining you. You had me holding you up. You had to go through it by yourself. Hallelujah. But you weren't by yourself. I was with you. And God is saying, because you did it, hallelujah, because you raised up your child, your children in the fear and the admonition of the Lord, hallelujah, when you didn't have any help, this is what I'm going to do. God say, I swear, I'm going to bless you. I swear I'm going to make it up to you. Hallelujah, I swear I'm going to turn this thing around for you. Because you took care of your children. He said, I'm going to take care of you. You have given your child everything that you had. He says, so now what I'm getting ready to do now, I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm getting ready to give you all that I have. See, y'all don't, don't get excited at the wrong time. <laughs> I am not a prophet, but I believe this is a prophetic word from God. He would never give this to me if he wasn't serious about it being communicated into your hearing. There ought to be some fathers and mothers that would be dancing and shouting right now. And I'll stop preaching if that's what you want to do. Glory to God. But, 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 but because some of you have had to fight and struggle to provide. You've had to fight and struggle to encourage your kids. And you didn't think anybody was watching. But God says, I saw you. The same way I was looking over Abraham's shoulder, I was looking over your shoulder. And God said, because thou hast done this thing, I swear. And I had to ask myself, what things did Abraham do, Elder Boone? Well, let's let me give you two or three things. That would be enough at least in my own mind, he took his son from where he was and took him to where God told him to take him by faith. He called his child apart from everybody else. I believe when he was raising him, the Bible says that when, when they were afar off, hallelujah, Abraham saw the place where God had directed him to be offered and said to the young men that were with him, you guys stay here while I and the, and the lad go yonder to worship. Now I got to stop right here and give Isaac some props. Because by this time, Isaac was not a preteen. 
He was not an adolescent. He's a grown man. He's got a hundred-year-old daddy. And if he didn't want to get up on the altar, there was nobody to force him up on the altar. And there's some faith on his part as well. And I got to give him his props. Glory to God. And I want to say this because there must have been a relationship between father and son that was so powerful until the son trusted the father in everything. And there ought to be some fathers here who have sons that trust you. That you've reared them in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. You have not only told them, but you've been an example of what holiness ought to look like. But to me, the most powerful thing that Abraham did to provoke the blessings of the Lord, and this is where I'm preaching to myself. God was was making all of these demands and the thing that captured my attention the most was that Abraham possessed the ability and the grace and the flexibility to be a man who knew how to change when God said change Let me go ahead and get to the end. Abraham was rewarded with a blank check from God because he was a man that was flexible. You see, when, when Abraham heard God say, get out of that country and get away from your kindred, he didn't mix words. He just went. When God said, take now thy son, thy only son, hallelujah, and place uh, and, and go to the place that I will show you, hallelujah, he took his son to the place where God showed him. When God said, offer up your son as a burnt sacrifice, uh, hallelujah, he raised the knife to his own son, to his own flesh, and did it. But, the same God that told him to do it is the same God when he was getting ready to do it told him Abraham, Abraham stay your hand and Abraham changed there is nothing as dangerous and stifling as no, and oppressive as an inflexible man one that doesn't adhere that will not hear a progressive a proceeding, a promoting word from God because you've got to understand that, that God has the ability to change course in a, in a moment. And there's nothing worse than a man who, are not, who, who, who walks in old revelation. Old revelation one who only follows the counsel of his own mind has forgotten that Proverbs 3 5 and 6 says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and God will make your path straight he'll direct it a traditional man in this day and time Lord help me. A traditional man in this day and time is lethal and deadly to the people of God. Because we're seeing in a day and time where leaders aren't flexible and they won't change and now they're becoming monuments. They're, they're becoming a Neanderthal. They're becoming extinct. They're becoming archaic and unproductive. They're becoming primitive. And, 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 and when we find them, we see them. They're self-centered. 
They're self-enthroned. They're egotistical. Hallelujah. They're maniacs. They're, 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 they run the risk of being narcissistic. Hallelujah. Feel with the wisdom of, of this age and have molded themselves, glory to God, into some place that God had left a long time ago and they never even noticed that God is not even there doing what they thought that he was doing. God is off somewhere else doing something brand new. And what's worse is he'll never humble himself to ask God the question, where are you now? What are you saying in this hour? Abraham did not assume that the thing that God wanted him to do on yesterday was the same thing that God would say he and want him to do today. Where are all the men in here? I want y'all to stand. God said to tell you that just that he wants to give you some fresh orders and a new direction. And just because things went sideways on yesterday doesn't mean that they're going to go sideways today. God said, I'm getting ready to do a new thing in your life. And if you can trust me, if you can be flexible, if you can change when I say change, if you move when I say move, if you go where I say go, I swear, I'll bless you. God said, I swear, I'll bless you. You may have your seat. See, there's nothing more attractive in your life than a blessed man thank you sisters there is nothing more comforting in the life of a woman to know that her man has a decree a decree from God that he has a blessing that's spoken over his life hallelujah glory to God and sometimes that's why the devil fights us so hard uh, because he knows that we have a contract and a covenant with God and watch this I'm going to try to hurry up and get out of your way uh, uh, when you are a blessed man watch this everything that's connected to you gets blessed everything and everybody in close proximity to you gets blessed because you're blessed because a blessed man's cup this is what psalm said about his cup runneth over and you can get the overflow just by being connected to the blessed man Touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you don't have to be the cup in order to be blessed. You can be blessed by being the saucer. Because the overflow... <laughs> I wish I could get at least five brothers to jump up right quick and give God some praise. See, nobody is going to follow you until you know you're blessed. Nobody wants to be around somebody with their head hung down, slouched all over in their shoulders, feeling defeated. Uh, glory to God, feeling sorry for themselves. Uh, glory to God, murmuring and complaining, uh, mouth filled with doubt and fear, not positive at all, intimidated. Nobody is going to follow you to the pool house. But today I'm talking to the Lion of Judah. The Lion of Judah squares his shoulders back. Hold his heads up. Hallelujah. And says like Joshua asked for me in my house. 
we will serve the Lord because I'm blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed when I go out. I'm blessed when I come in. I'm blessed in my work. I'm blessed in my leisure. Hallelujah. I am like Donnie McClurk and I'm walking in authority. Hallelujah. I am moving in the anointing of God. That means you got to spend time with God. Hallelujah. Every now and then your wife ought to break in the room. Hallelujah. And find you seeking the face of God. That's one way she'll know that she's got a blessed man because he's got a connection. And when the oil starts flowing from the head, it runs down to the beard and the loins and the skirts. Just turn to somebody and tell them that the, 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 the manifest blessings that on me, that's on me. Hallelujah, it's going to start flowing after a while. Hallelujah, don't look at me where I am. Check me out, oh God, where I'm going. I might not look good right now, but just hold on a minute. Hallelujah, Psalm 126 says that those that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again. Hallelujah, with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. David said, weep and may endure for the night, but joy is coming in the morning. So I'm saying to somebody, you don't have to give up. You don't have to give in. You don't have to give out. I'm telling you to hold on because help is on the way. You might be going through hell and high water right now, but keep on moving. Because you're going through. You didn't go to stay. You went going to go you're going through. Hallelujah. And when you come out on the other side, God said you're going to come out better. You're going to come out stronger. You're going to come out wiser. You're not taking a licking for nothing. God said, I swear I'm going to bless you. Let me try to close with this. Before I let you go, I need to call a witness that can testify as to what it means to be hooked up with a good man or good men. She, when you see her at first, she's got on ankle bracelets around her ankles. And she's got on a dress that's probably way too short and way too tight. And it's cut way too low in the front and cut way too high in the back. She's a harlot. She's a woman of the evening. Some would call her a prostitute. My grandmother would call her a hussy. This particular woman should have been burned up in the fire at Jericho. But she fooled around and let two blessed men into her house. If Rahab were here today, she would tell you that it's a blessing to have a blessed man in your house. If you get hooked up with a blessed man, God says, I'll give you houses that you didn't build and vineyards that you didn't grow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'll bless you everywhere the foot sole of your foot shall tread upon. He says, I'll say it again. If you have faith enough to walk in it, I've got power enough to give it to you. So grab a neighbor by the hand and tell your neighbor, I just wanted you to know what a blessing feels like.
God made me a promise. And the promise that he made me goes all the way back to the days of Abraham. Hallelujah. God gave me a promise back then. And it's a preceding word that goes from generation to generation. And it's finally my turn. What God is getting ready to do in my life, he swore to Abraham a long time ago. And I'm telling somebody just before we pray that don't you sweat this. Don't you ever doubt it. Don't you distress over it. Don't you faint over it. Don't you let anybody intimidate you, talk you out of it. I hear the voice of the Lord say once again, I swear I'm going to bless you. I'm going to say this and then we're going to pray. Psalm 1 says... Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in that law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaves also will not wither, and whatsoever he does, whatsoever the blessed man does, God says, I'll prosper it. I won't prosper nothing that you won't do, but if you'll do something, I'll, I'll get in, into it with you. You won't have to do it by yourself. Would you stand all over the building? I want to pray for somebody on today. The Lord impressed this upon me the other day. I'll tell you more about it next week. But I just believe that we're in a season where God is releasing blessings. Would you just turn to your neighbor before we play, pray and tell them you're in the right place at the right time during the blessing season. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your faith level is. But if you believe that God has spoken a word over your life and your struggle, your challenge is to maintain a level of faith enough to see it through completion. I want you to come. I want to anoint you. I want to pray over your life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There's, there's an advantage in being with the blessed crowd. I believe that some of the things that God blesses us to be able to accomplish is largely because we're in the right place at the right time with the right spirit with the right people I believe that I heard it said in Sunday school this morning okay if you want to change some of the blessings that that want to come your way sometimes you have to separate yourself from some people that's not going where you want to go that God where God is trying to take you and I don't care how close they are to you if they're going to impede your progress you got to say 
you know, I, I got to move away from you for, for a season. I'll check on you later, but God is calling me to a higher place of praise and worship and service. I want to just anoint each and every one and then we're going to pray. Just come with me, elder. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's keep pray, praying and praising God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord is here. Hallelujah. He's in the midst of us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I refuse to lose out on this moment. My God, my God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God. Hallelujah. The promise that I've made, I'm, I'm going to keep it. Hallelujah. I'm not, I'm going to keep it. Hallelujah. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm your God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm your God. Hallelujah. Without me, you can do nothing. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I am with you. I am with you. for your glory God do it for your glory do this for your glory God do this for your glory hallelujah 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 glory to God I pray right now that you would erase that you would erase history in the name of Jesus yes Lord that you would erase it God in the name of Jesus know what we stand in you need of. God. You know Every God. hindrance. You know God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Rebuke the enemy that would come with guilt and intimidation and fear. Right now, Jesus, do it for your glory, God. Do it for your glory. Do it for your glory, God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Have your way here. Have your way here, God. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. I speak healing right now. In the name of Jesus. Every wound. Every hurt, God. Every disappointment. In the name of Jesus. Do it, God. Do it for your glory. Do it for your glory, God. In the name of Jesus, have your way, God. I open up myself. I open myself to you. In the name of Jesus, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Here I am, God. Here I am. Here I am, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your grace. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Touch right now, God. Heal, Lord. Heal. Reestablish strength, God. In the name of Jesus. Build her up where she's torn down. Strengthen her where she's weak. In the name of Jesus. We believe God. We believe God. We believe, God, uh, that you're going to do exceeding, uh, abundantly above all uh, that we can ask or think. Yes, Lord. 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 Renew, God. Renew a right spirit in the name of Jesus. Renew me, God. Hallelujah. Cause me to know joy. Hallelujah. Cause me to know praise once 
again, God. In the name of Jesus. Do it for your glory, God. Do it for your glory. Do it for your glory. Hallelujah, Lord. When I look back over my life and I think things over, hallelujah. God, you've been good to me. You've been good to me, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, break through God. Have your way, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Move right now from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Send a wave of your spirit, God, through this man. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus.
bless you. Come on, say it, God, I bless you. Hallelujah, I bless you. With everything that is within me, I will bless your holy name. Hallelujah, glory to God, you deserve the glory. You deserve the honor. You deserve my praise. Yes, Lord, glory to God. Hallelujah, if it had not been for you, who was on my side, Hallelujah, there's no way I could have made it this far. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Do it for God. Do it in the name of Jesus. Do it in the name of Jesus. Let her go. I want her to praise God on her own. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now stay right here. Glory to God. Come on, help me. Help me to help you to praise the Lord. It's with joy that we draw water from the well of salvation. It's not in our silence. It's not in our trying to be cool. Glory to God. It's when we give the Lord the praise that's due his name. It's when we begin to see God really begin to move in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, choir, help me. Come on, the blessing is on you. God's promise. Hallelujah. You got to say thank you, Lord, for your promise. Thank you that you're a God that doesn't lie. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because you keep your word. That even when I can't see you at work, I know that you are at work in my life. And so I give you the praise. I give you the honor. I give you the glory. Hallelujah. Come on with a loud voice your hands. Come on, somebody help me to praise the Lord. Don't be embarrassed. Come on, let's praise God. Put them together. Like you if you were at the ball game, you would be putting them together. That's what the Lord desires from you. Don't be afraid and ashamed to give it to him. He deserves it. Practice it. Keep it up. God bless you. I want to open up the doors of Tabernacle of Praise Church. If you're here, you're saved, looking for a church home and believe that Tabernacle of Praise Church is the right church for you, I'm going to ask you to come. I want to be the first one to welcome you into Tabernacle of Praise Church. Come on, let's celebrate the Lord. Come on, let's celebrate God. Come on, somebody celebrate you.
on, keep celebrating. You never know. Come on, this is a time to, time to be excited about the Lord Jesus. God's doing great things in our midst. God is still doing miracles. God is still answering prayers. God is still blessing his people and pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. I don't know who this is for today, but I want to challenge you. That this is a season for you to draw closer to God the enemy is going to try to steal your attention away with trivial stuff but the Lord is saying today if you obey me I swear I'll bless you if you obey me no good thing will I withhold from you you just have to be willing to wait on my timing. But I promise the Lord will not fail you. Would you put your hands together again and celebrate? Celebrate these here at the altar. I'm going to ask you to have a brief expression, uh, if no more than to give us your name so that we can do a name and face association. Once you've had an expression, we're going to dismiss from this service, but these people are going to come around. They're going to love on you. After they have done so, I'm going to ask you to go with Sister Bert right there. She's got a hand raised, glasses on, nice looking lady right there. Uh, and she's going to take you and give you some instruction, <clears throat> take some information from you. But I believe that I can certainly say on behalf of myself, First Lady, the Tabernacle of Praise Church family, we're excited that you have made us your choice. We realize there are a lot of other places that you have, could have gone, but I just want to vouch for these folks that they invoke the presence of God every time we come in here. Sometimes to such a degree that the residue from the last time is still here when they get here the next time. And so I just believe that you'll find that the Spirit of the Lord is here. If you just have a brief expression. Give an honor to God and his holy temple, to the pastor and his saints. Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.